you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hi, Edie. Hope everyone. My name's Mr. Fruit and welcome to the special sponsored special, by special, DC special. Universe, but not actually sponsored by DC Universe episode because Zack Snyder's Justice League director's cut is out. That is what we spend our majority of time talking about. The very beginning, we we just give a brief overview, like here's what we think, here's what we would rate it if we had to. Then we get into spoilers. So at that point, if you don't want to be spoiled, you can click away then. And then after that, we talked about little like headlines and stuff here and there. But the bulk of it is just definitely Justice League. And at the end, we have our Q&As, as always. So if any or all of that sounds interesting, or even if it doesn't, you're legally obligated to listen and watch this. Because I said so. So, enjoy this episode, and let's get to it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the GG Over Easy Podcast, episode 78. 77? 67? 68? 77. 70? Really? I think you're I right. Think... But for some reason, I thought we were in the 60s. But I think we're in the 70s. No, it's we're just... definitely in the 70s, because we're flies. past oxygen and all that kind of stuff. Now we're in uncharted territories. Well, with this whole quarantine, like Claire showed me the picture again. It's everybody with birthdays in March and April again. And they're all just, it's like that sad guy on the chair by himself and like yeah. a little party hat by himself. It's like my second quarantine birthday. Yeah, seriously. Sorry, marchers. Yeah, that's something. A little unluckers. Speaking of quarantine though, and it's rather fitting what we're talking about today. Today, yeah, 98%, I believe, AMC movie theaters are now open in the United States. 
and I'm not going to go. Same. But hopefully that means good things for the stock I bought at a rather high price. <laughs> oh, like you bought again because of that announcement or? No, no, no. I bought AMC a while ago. Oh, okay. like when it was the meme? Like Yeah, and then it, and then it just... It, it was GME was the first meme, and then it was like AMC was two. Well, and then and there then was three was like BlackBerry and Nokia. Sundial. Well, Sundial was like a one day. You had to be there kind of thing. Um, most people weren't. <laughs> most people bought in when it was like four thousand percent or whatever, and then they're like, "I just lost everything," because in like two hours it dipped. Um, AMC's almost back even for me, but yeah, movie theaters. Slowly opening up. The world is slowly getting back, or at least America, on track. It's recovering. Yeah, because I think currently... Nature is healing. 40% of all U.S. adults have gotten the <laughs> vaccine so far, I think. Uh, 30%. 30%. And I think I'm actually due on the list soon, because I technically have asthma, so I guess that bumps me up a little bit. Oh, that's nice. But we have to figure that out. Cause, yeah, but, yeah, but. but that also doesn't... It's like a separate thing because i'm also with kaiser and they have a different waiting list so i guess you could get this vaccine through something else but i don't know claire was telling me about it and more specifically she was telling me what her dad told her and he's in the whole government medical field thing so he probably knows much better than i do but amc's opening up and i had to bring that up because today's episode is all things dc yes because it's been quarantines. So not much stuff happens. So yeah. a release like this is a big deal. It's a pretty big deal. <laughs> well, and it's a four-hour movie. Like you don't normally see a no. a theater or something kind of release like this ever. Last time I think there was something like that was like Gone in the Wind. Now, granted, is it releasing in theaters? Probably this the Snyder Cut. No, I think it's just HBO just Max. HBO yeah, Max? I would think okay. it's HBO Max. Because HBO pay, Max paid for it and then gave Snack Snyder like an additional like $50 million or something like that. I could be pulling that number out of my ass. But they gave <laughs> an additional mo- number to like finish the movie. That makes sense. Because that's what I was thinking too. It was like four hours in like God. a movie theater. Like who? Four hours. I- I'm going to say it. I marathoned it. Didn't take one break. I, I also marathoned it. I also marathoned it too. But I think with that being said, it was because I rather enjoyed it. I I enjoyed it. And I not at one point was I like, I'm watching a four-hour movie. Like, uh, I felt that way like in Wonder Woman, the new one. Like I was like, I'm watching like this is kind of. It was kind of a miss. Like, like, yeah. And like no point did I ever feel like that during the Justice League movie. Or like the new one. The old one. They're not even comparable like for people who are like because like i was watching it with sydney she's like didn't we see this already and i was like it's not even the same movie like so like i had to explain to her that like the whole zach schneider lost the movie because he showed this four hour movie to the like higher ups and they were like no way we can put this movie like you got to bring this down to two hours and he's like i'm not gonna do that so then they're like all right we're gonna get someone else to do it well bad movie we should go ahead and say, for those listening, uh, we're not do- talking spoilers yet. Just we yet. will later in the podcast, though. Yeah. And when we do it, we'll give you a heads up if you want to click out. Or I'll possibly go back if I remember to be like, skip forward to audio timeline or something like that. Um, yeah. 
But so right now, no spoilers. We're just going to talk general no overview. Rob said he enjoyed it. Blue overview, just boom. What did you think? Doesn't have to go I... too deep right now. Pardon your regularly scheduled podcast listening for this short ad break. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Ever tried to break a bad habit and felt like you're climbing Everest and flip-flops? Yeah, we've all been there too. But here's a breath of fresh air. Fume. It's not about giving up. It's about switching it up. Fume takes your bad habit and simply makes it better, healthier, and a whole lot more enjoyable. Fume is an innovative, award-winning, flavored air device that just does that. Instead of vapor, Fume uses flavored air. Instead of electronics, Fume is completely natural. And instead of harmful chemicals, Fume uses delicious flavors. I love how this thing looks. It's beautiful and real wood. The shape of it is so cool. And I look cool using it. So if you want to be like me and break your bad habit, start the year off right with the good habit by trying fume.com slash GG and getting the journey pack today. Fume is giving listeners of the show 10% off whenever they use the code GG to help make starting the good habit that much easier. So make sure you guys check it out in the description. Try fume.com slash GG. I thought for me, it was like a solid like like six and a half out of 10 movie. I thought it was way better than the original justice league. Not hard to do. Not hard to do, but it was so much better. I expected kind of a meme because Batman vs Superman in all iterations was hot steaming dog piss. Pretty bad too. (laughs) And this is the same dude who made that movie, but justice league was for what it was. There was definitely moments where I was like, Jesus Christ, I'm watching a four-hour movie. But there was also definitely moments where I was hype. Like, I popped off, and a lot of the additions... There was a character I did not care about at all in the original, and by the end of the Zack Snyder cut, was my favorite character in the whole movie. So You can um, can say name, it's not really a spoiler. Cyborg is dope oh yeah i well, love cyborg now because he actually got they did him right information right. yeah they background. did cyborg right yeah. and cyborg cyborg's already one of my favorite characters and i hated him in the original and in Zack snyder cut i i genuinely cared about cyborg and that's more than i could say about the rest of the characters in the movie but i thought it was 
for what it was, it was pretty good. Six and a half out of ten for me. Okay. That's a decent still some, blue score. That's still a some decent pretty blue. still some pretty terrible moments, which we'll go into. Yeah. So Rob, if you had to give it a score, what would you have given it? Uh on my scale, for a four hour movie, you know, like uh, I'll tell seven you. and a half, eight, like somewhere around there. Like the, for, for the you've been thinking movie. a four hour movie. Yeah. I would huh? Well, I'm comparing it to like the Irishman, which is probably the longest movie I've sat through. I, that movie from. I heard was too. I had no desire to sit through that. That was, that was shorter than this, I think, and comparatively, it felt three times longer. Uh-huh. Irishman. And was. and my my thing is is like I'm a big DC fan. I think I've said this before. When I was a kid, it was the Justice League cartoon show. Yeah, Marvel on- stupid. I, and it was, and I, I, it wasn't that Marvel was stupid. I just thought they were for the toddlers, you know. I thought I my generation, the older, cooler kids, liked the DC and like the. We had Minecraft. Eating. They had Roblox. <laughs> they know? liked Marvel. You know what I mean? Like, um, and I loved um, the Justice League cartoon show on the uh, on Cartoon Network. I thought it was super awesome. Um, so I'm a big. So keep that in mind too when I like give these scores so i know not many people can sit through a four-hour superhero movie but like a four-hour superhero justice league movie to 10-year-old rob sounds like crack cocaine you know what i mean <laughs> uh so I, i'd give it an eight i'd give it an eight which is a really good score it's score. way higher than i thought i would give it yeah so i'll say brief overview for me i hated it Really? Is what I'm not going to say. I love yeah! it. I love it. I said you were supposed to dork. I was like, baited? I was baited. I loved it. Good. That's good to hear. Dare I say, I'd put it like 9 out of 10. Wow. wow. I enjoyed it that much. I liked it a lot, but there. Okay, so give, give your overview. Let me hear. It. Like, what? Well, first, I was. What a, about it than the old one? It was a four hour movie, and I wanted it to keep going. <laughs> I'll put that and like at no point did I was I like bro it's been a while or like are we getting towards the end or yeah. parts where I was losing interest I was dialed in the whole time I was about it and I think the additions I was gonna say the additions added hold on uh the additions helped a whole bunch and I feel like I just got more of everything I wanted and it made it much more like I guess the argument can be made like it's still Zack Snyder's, Snyder's fault that he couldn't get his vision into two and a half hours or whatever it was. Yeah. But I or think he did make it. a part one or part two or something like yeah. that. Or... But he definitely did it in four hours. So he had the right idea. It's just that, you know, the pushback and everything was just like, we can't release something that long, which understandable. I think the average audience isn't going to be like oh, let's go to the theater today oh here's a four-hour movie yeah about like, uh superheroes let's go watch that and old he- executive heads would never let that slide by either like no way they would let a four-hour movie like so we can get into nitty-gritty stuff later but all around it was almost as fantastic as henry cavill's muscles or henry cavill i forget which one it is i say it wrong henry one cavill one. is it cavill I'm pretty. I don't think anyone calls him Cavill. Well, <laughs> I, I think say I Henry said. Joe, I don't have to. Well, avoid I think the I said Cavill, and someone's, and then I was. It was one way or the other. I think I said Cavill, and they said no, it's Cavill, or I said Cavill, and they said it's Cavill. I say that really handsome guy. I wish I looked like that guy. 
Yeah, that's the only thing that took me out of the movie. I was sitting there like, I gotta, I gotta go get the pump, dude. Like, look at that back. So anyway, aside from me simping over Henry, uh, I really liked it, and that's my brief overview. We can go now more into detail and spoilers. Um, so if you wanted just yeah. the overview, and now you want to go see it yourself or whatever, and wait for your own opinions, do that. I will say that's what I did. Early reviews and stuff were coming in about the movie. I stayed away from I everything. didn't look either. Yeah. yeah, I did too. I stay away from everything. I stay away from that for almost everything now, but especially this. I don't want anyone even giving me or tainting my perception of what I'm about to to watch. I don't want to have any of this kind of stuff. He wants to be pure. Yeah. Just like, like in I the back of your mind, you're gonna you're gonna try and like think about why that guy thought that way the yeah, entire like, movie. There should be subliminal stuff, and then I'll be thinking, and they're like, well, he thought this. Why would you? Whereas if I just go in myself completely, I know exactly where I stand and what I thought on my own stances, then I can compare it to what people are saying. And then I know that it wasn't influenced by any outside sources. Like during the beginning of the movie, I think Claire was saying something like, did you know when they were like reshooting? I was like, babe, let me watch Shut the up. movie. Yeah, I was like, let me watch yes. these four hours. I'm going to. Stop it. Let me immerse myself. I don't want to know about any of that stuff. Let's just Man, Claire's even a manga reader in the movies. Like when, Well, when yeah, movie. she was afterwards, or even before, she's like, Yeah, I've been seeing all the reviews. I'm like, babe, stop. Don't tell me. I, I don't want to know the reviews. I don't look them up for a reason. I do not hear it. In fact, I got upset with her because when when we decided we were gonna like watch it before this week's podcast, so we pushed the recording a little bit later. That night or whatever, I was like, babe, like, can you look up um, what time the movie comes out? Because I thought it was coming out like Thursday midnight. Yeah, no, so, it had already been out that. Like, yeah, day. so I like wanted to clear it up, and then she's like, says here, um, Zack Snyder's Justice League falls short and is too long, and she's like, read me a review. I was like, <laughs> I like stop. I was like, babe, what are you doing? <laughs> she's like, I'm reading you. I'm, did I say I want the date, the time? Tell me the time. I don't want to know what people are thinking. She's like, well, how was I supposed to know? I thought you, he says, right. And she like keeps reading it. I'm like, just tell me the time. So like, I don't want, I don't want the reviews. I don't want to know what people are thinking right now. We had a little, little tiff. That's funny. But yeah. I was like, I was sitting there like, whoa. Yeah. Like, yeah, like what are you doing? That doesn't sound like a time. And then she's like, yeah, I can't it, find it. Yeah. It had come out like, cause I had messaged blue that morning and I, I had let him into uh let him use my HBO. Yeah. So. Uh, I did have to end my workout early though because it was that day. I was like, it's almost like five o'clock. If I don't start this moving out, like it's gonna be my bedtime. Yeah, I, we started at four, I think, and we finished around like eight, eight thirty. I had to stop it for like thirty minutes because Sydney had to go and like check um, something, and the whole time I was like, please get home, please get. Like, I want it. And <laughs> it was in a juicy scene too. It was a. Okay, well we're 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 technically talking spoilers. So what scene was it? Okay, we are talking spoilers. We are here. All right, uh, yeah, I guess if we, we should just there's no way we're just gonna say this for the rest of the podcast. Let's no, be real. No. Okay, now, uh, now okay. We'll spoiler talk starts now. Okay. Mr. Fruit okay. will put the no, timestamp no, 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 in no. the video. He will in the description will be like spoiler talk starts at this time. All right, everyone. Here we go. Well, one thing one thing I will say about this movie I that can't believe they showed Henry's penis. Wait, what? <laughs> 
that they my, minus one off the bat. How does he and walk I'm, around with that thing? And I'm sure you guys could guess what it was that honestly already out the bat made the movie a nine out of ten. I don't care if it was a perfect movie, it would have still been a nine out of ten. Wait, it was what? the four three aspect ratio, dude. Oh, yeah, oh yeah. my Dog god. Shit. Admittedly, Dog shit. admittedly, I hated it at the start, and by the end care. of the movie, I pretty much forgot that it was sure. There. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about it, but like for the first hour, hour and a half, it is pretty annoying and hard for me to not feel like I'm watching a TikTok or something, or like something like a movie that was made for the phone, or I, I don't know. I I hate it. I felt like 25 or 30 percent of my TV was useless. <laughs> I did pause it at like six minutes because I was like, did we start it in like the wrong? <laughs> Like yeah. that choose the wrong aspect ratio and i looked it up and oh, i was like man. and then i was like well he might also do a thing because it was still it felt like there was like this before time so i was like maybe he'll movies have done it where they'll change aspect ratio it's rare but like maybe he'll just change aspect ratio. wanda vision yeah wanda something like that for, for instance and um and, and then it just stayed that way and honestly i didn't care at all um i just looked it up because i was curious why he did it um and i think i actually yeah, I was here. wondering. Like, I saw like to stick to his creative vision. I'm like, uh, f- well, like, well, what the, do you? Well, as Go cool ahead, as that sounds, uh, the movie was, from what I understanding, is the intention was it was shot for IMAX. Yeah. Oh, and is that, and that is aspect ratio. If you guys have seen IMAX, yeah, and that ratio and IMAX. Oof, it's. Hot. I haven't seen an IMAX movie. Well, it since is I was hot. A Christian. Well, and I however. Think- on modern widescreen TVs, four by three does not look good. And also, apparently, Zack Snyder said, uh, "Heroes, you're right. Superheroes tend to be very vertical, and he wanted to capture them in a vertical aspect. Uh, and he said, no one's really doing that. Uh, in my opinion, I agree. Total fucking bullshit. But <laughs> well, I read something that when he was filming, I think." For Superman versus Batman or something, some IMAX scenes. Apparently, he just loved the full screen look, like the one point three aspect ratio instead of the one point four three three whatever. And so that was just part of it. He's like, "Yeah, I like this." And honestly, you know, sure. I literally after probably an hour, I didn't even notice anymore. Sure, I, I, I'm in the same boat. I didn't notice after an hour. Yeah. But the, I, I don't care. It would look better if it was 1080. Like, you know, normal I aspect agree. Ratio. Like, it would it would have looked better. Sure, I forgot about it, but it, it was just annoying. Right now. So, right. Uh, but then, so you said Sydney left during some scene. What scene was it? Oh, it was when um, Stefan Wolf gets the uh, mother box. Need to work on that name, by the way. That is probably, like, Infinity Stones is, like, cool. It oh. sounds easy to remember. Mother box. You know, well, see, I was thinking about it too. It's like, but you have to like name it something because you could name it something really strange. And but like, it's literally, it's like, we need people to understand what the mother box is. It is this box, mother box, mother box, mother box, mother box, mother box. I agree, it doesn't have the same, but I was also thinking about it. I couldn't think of one, like, yeah, I was like, but what would I name it? I don't know, mother box (laughs) works, right? Like, it does the job. Is it, (laughs) yeah, like. Mother box. Is it as good as Infinity Stone? No. Yeah. Uh, so it was when uh, Should have been the Infinity Wolf, uh, Box is grabbing the mother box from Cyborg's dad, and Cyborg's dad oh, it, yeah. like activates it, and then like 
for when you're thinking about it, you're like, what the fuck did he just do that? Like, didn't do anything. He just killed himself. But then you learn, like, he's like, oh, yeah. That that's why I was like, that's the first part of the movie where I was like, that was stupid. They just like made his dad die for no apparent reason ever. And then you find out that like his dad made it like the hottest thing on earth. So Batman's like, I'll use my satellite. And then he uses his satellite. <laughs> okay, six right, satellites. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, six. Um, please. My man. Okay. Uh, um, yeah, but Cyborg, they did. I love the Flash, dude. You know, I was telling Sydney this. I think it is extremely hard to interpret super speed in. It's easy to do in comics and stuff because, like, it's just pictures. You know what I mean? With uh, it's hard to represent super fast speed, but also keeping the continuity of time and all that kind of stuff. And I thought it was really cool how he interpreted the Flash's kind of his speed and all that kind of stuff and how he moves and like just slightly moves all that kind of stuff and like to break the glass just slowly touches it and he doesn't grab her out of the thing. He has to slowly, you know, pull it. Just those little like details is that. That was probably my whole my favorite scene in that whole movie was that car crash. As as cliche as that sounds, because I know when he was making that, he was like, This is <laughs> this is the scene people are gonna like. And I loved it. Um are you, are you, did you hate that scene, Blue? That scene made me uncomfortable. Okay. I was it like It was just, a little weird. I was like, just save her, dude. And then yeah, he, he like he of, like pushes her hair back. Just yeah, he, like he, he is. <laughs> he grabs a glizzy, and I'm just here like, bro. The glizzy made sense. Just, I was like, bro, just save her. It, the, when he was I, pushing the hair, I was okay. Like, all right, dog. Like, come on. all right, bro. Like, just save her. I, I, I have to say the my favorite shot in the movie, which I popped off, was uh, him reversing time at the oh, end of the movie okay yeah i wanted to bring that up because i'll be Holy honest that was badass too I, Cindy shit. wasn't about it but i loved it i've blocked out most of the original justice league that wasn't in it right no no that, yeah. was, no. that wasn't not That's even close like, justice league yeah. just justice league gets a gets the auto dub like it's they not, have no problem winning first flash movie, literally has to save the day well that's mm-hmm. what i was because i was sitting here i was like this is sick i think i would have remembered this like yeah no you would have absolutely <laughs> remembered it well and my favorite part was one in this one. It did a way better job of like slowly leading you up into that moment of Flash's powers, because one Batman talks about how he had this premonition essentially. Because if you remember, I think it was Batman or Superman. The Flash just randomly showed up in his cave and was like, "Lois mm-hmm. Lane is the key." And the left, I don't know if you remember that. Yeah. And he talked about like I had a premonition or whatever that like he was talking to Wonder Woman. I like he showed up here and now he's over blah blah blah. And that's when I remembered. Um, so it's like, okay, time travel, but clearly he hasn't figured that out yet. But then when he was trying to, when he was in Superman's ship trying to get a charge big enough for the mother box. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the time reversal. The ti- Yeah, just a, but just you a saw the bit. box just start to come up and I was like, he's starting to bend time. And then, yeah, and then at the very end, I was like, he's going to do it. He's gonna do the thing, and then he did the thing, and it was sick. Oh, I popped yeah, up. Well, that, that's really my cool. favorite part like of this film. And behind him is the time coming back. Is yeah, it's those small little nods to that are like alluding to something bigger. That's the biggest strength of this film is context of everything. Like if you don't have this context, things just don't make sense. And so much of that got removed in the. It was like an hour and a cut. half of context now. Uh, yeah, and, and and I mean, yeah, there's so much context to that that's that Zack Snyder lost that just made the movie 
without it looked really stupid. Like him, like 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 you said, the dude blowing himself up for no reason. Yeah, it wasn't for yeah. no reason. They exactly. literally take they take ten seconds out of the movie to be like, wait a minute, he superheated it. Oh, yeah. he marked it. Why was that not in the original cut? Yeah, it's just like oh. That's like that makes sense. So dumb. I don't. But, but if if his dad died like that in the first movie, I don't even remotely remember that. Like I I have that first Justice League movie. Well, they like, also recast his mind. dad. That whole his oh. dad was an entire recast for that movie. Um, and then yeah, so the the bending of time and stuff, and then like in that scene when it's like you see Superman's like body start reforming like from the blood. Oh, from the, yeah, that was sick. Like you see his hands, yeah. Oh uh, yeah, it was really really cool. I'll still say, still gets me. Honestly, as nervous as it sounds, still gave me goosebumps though. When Superman comes back and the Flash slows time, and Superman still just like oh. follows him, and yeah. he's like, "What the?" <laughs> that's yeah. still I get that. I still that knew stuff. that was coming, Beans. and it still made me laugh. <laughs> I thought I, to me though, it's so sick, like because it just hypes up even more, like. You really understand, like, dude, like, what the How fudge do you OP. do against Superman? Yeah, like, because there's nobody like that in the Marvel universe. I don't think there's no apparent like thank OP. God. Like, well, thank God. Honestly, it kind of feels like man, Scarlet Witch is getting there. And what the yeah, Scarlet Witch is. Scar- yeah, Scarlet Witch is getting there. Um, I'm honestly very thankful they don't have a character like that in Marvel because uh, Superman was my least favorite part of this film. He's so always I gotta say it. He's always my I gotta favorite. say it. He's he's my least favorite part of this. Film. It, it, I always. It's hard to make Superman not because if you don't make Superman the most powerful, and if he just whoops Stephen Wolf's ass, well, it's not really does. about it's not really about the power level. It's just like uh, I feel like Superman's just so fucking boring. And they don't like, fix like that. His, you didn't like the little. Oh, okay. Wait. I just remember my favorite scene. It, can we talk about the Martian Manhunter and like how? <laughs> That was like the sickest like cameo ever. Like, like she, the Martian man. First of all, it's Lois Lane, and what you believe is Clark Kent's mom or Superman's mom, and they're having a conversation, and she's like, "You need to move on, and you need to move forward." And like, I think she convinces her to go see him or something like that. Or well, trying to get it back back to the land of living, go back to work, whatever. Like, just yeah, exist again. and so. Um, and then you he she like leaves and you come to find out that it's like this alien guy who is the Martian Manhunter, who I love and was my favorite character and who I think is so fucking badass. And I, like, I was like design. I literally was like, yeah, his design was sick. Sydney was like, oh, there's dark, uh, dark side. And I was like, no, <laughs> I, was like, I, I, I yeah, I was like, no. I was like, I don't think that was him. I don't know who that was. I was like, but I think that was the Martian Manhunter. And then, like, it goes the whole movie, and you don't see any more Martian Manhunter until the end. And then he, like, comes down and basically, like, just joins the Justice League, pretty much. And is like, my... He says, my, like, journey has brought me to Earth, and, I like, Earth is in my protection now. Well, he, he said something like, uh, turns out, like, I, too, have a stake in Earth now, or whatever. Like, I want to protect yeah, it. Yeah, like, uh, I need to protect this Earth for some apparent reason. And and then he's like, you can call me the Martian Manhunter. And he flies, I was like, oh, my God, I can't <laughs> wait to never see anything of this yeah. ever again. <laughs> like, We'll talk about that later. Um, 
but that was super sick. That was one of my favorite cameos. Something I did not expect from this movie that we would get a Martian Manhunter cameo. Which well, that made me hype. Yeah, well, I guess we kind of touched on it because we're going all over the place. But the epilogue just made me sad because honestly, I was like, bro, if this is what they could have done and kept going, like, I think like you would think the next movie would be Dark Side wins, and then that epilogue would be what like, the movie after that. The whole be, right? universe they were setting up was like way more interesting now. Like, I actually cared uh, about yeah. characters, and I was like. And then it kind of made me sad because it was like, odds are this is it, though. Like, we'll never see any of this. This was the uh, the swan song. He was like, this is <sighs> what HBO it was supposed to be. Does HBO have the money to fund this universe? I don't know. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they get another shot at it. Well, Zack um, Snyder but... said WB. Warner Brothers has no interest in doing anything else with him. So, And this was his vision. So I have no idea. What are you saying, Blue? I, I wouldn't be surprised, though, if they... I mean, they got... F- like fans literally willed this into existence. So I wouldn't be surprised if they willed more of the universe into existence. Um, yeah. I mean, what about cyborg blue specifically? Did you like, like, dude, that made him okay. Your likable for, character. So dude. for me, a lot of my opinion of the movie didn't change from the original to the, to the new cut when it came to characters. Like I still hate Batman and Superman, how they're portrayed. Um, I don't blame you for that. Batman got a little better. Superman honestly got worse. He's eternally boring in this universe. Uh, Cyborg, though. Holy shit. Layers. I love Cyborg. When I... Like, when... So, so Cyborg's backstory is, like, one of the sickest. Like, he's just, like... He's he's this he's this dude with a heart of gold that just, just gets played this hand. And it turns out that the hand he's played is actually, you know, a pretty good hand. And then... Uh, it's just when I when I first heard about Justice League, I was like, "Well, they're gonna ruin Cyborg." I love this character, <laughs> and then in this recut, like, oh my god, they got us! They got the story perfect. Like the backstory was literally like it couldn't be more perfect, uh, dude. When the stimmy, the stimmy <laughs> when when he hit, when he hit him with the Joe Bucks, I was like, that is so dope. <laughs> And I was like, why was this not like its own movie? Like, why didn't Cyborg get his own standalone movie? That was like my recurring thing where it's like, why, why did we not that get a whole Flash? Like, little intro could have been a <sighs> well, movie. He's cool. I still stand by the fact, though, that I still agree that they overall rushed. But like, they were... No I doubt. think we talked they about were it. They were just playing catch-up. Yeah, they were trying to compete. Like, at the time, they were trying to do it. Too we're much practically, too soon. We're practically getting to, you know infinity or avengers infinity war or whatever They're yeah it's like you behind. do the first it's like you do the first cat that well that's the reason why the universe sex Snyder's universe is still ruined for me is it's like if you did the first avenger with captain america and you did iron man one and then immediately <laughs> marvel civil war yeah <laughs> like it's just way too soon and yeah. i mean i want to say that that wasn't if I want to say that you know if he had in a perfect world he would have done it slower I think yeah but I have to imagine oh, yeah, yeah. he got rushed like hey yeah Warner Bros was like we need we yeah. need the, we need we need a Avengers competitor like right now yeah so I still think that hurts yeah Justice League as all because I mean at this point as far as we know the the universe that they try to create as is is dead aside from like Wonder Woman and I guess she's just her own thing now. Um, so 
watching that, I feel like though we practically got like a different movie because it it almost 100%. felt like not even yeah like night and day. It was giving us more so what we the context, like you said, the context we needed leading up to what was Justice League that made way more sense um, because they way more sense. Like half of the new footage was cyborg, rightfully so. He finally, finally, it was like, okay, here's this dude. Instead of just like, wait, what? Um, okay, and then yeah. he's there, and then okay, and that's it. Um, and then even just like I enjoyed that flashing, like Rob said, just because even still, that was just a little bit more we saw of his character, even Oof. before it all happened. That was yeah, a little that, weird. Um, and then that revert, but that time reversal time scene. Reverse. That's like they never explain how he gets his powers, right? They just kind of. They're just like who given are you? given his own movie, which I think they are he's right? getting his own movie, right? I hope I love him. Well, see, something like that. Ezra, right? What's his what's the actor's name? Yeah. Well, see, I'm gonna jump no, ahead a little awesome. bit to jump back, but you know the nightmare at the very end. Yeah. The K like nightmare because it's Batman. Um, it seemed like that was a different actor for the Flash. It was. Uh, I, I I'm believe sure they his, couldn't get Ezra or something. Uh, yeah, I uh, from what. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure he was just full CG in that flashback. He, he wasn't like or flashback in the nightmare. No, I think they just did full CG. Okay. I think they just kind and of it just threw didn't a guy. look good. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I don't mean, even think they threw a guy. I think that oh, was legit. Really? I think that was legit a full CG person. Oh yeah, that was shit. That yeah, makes yeah, more sense bad. though, because I was like, I was like, wait, no, is yeah, it? I, I didn't take it as a recast. I took it as a they couldn't probably get them because of COVID. Well, because that that was one of the reshoot scenes. Um, which we can that talk about scene later. was sick, and then the the Joker relationship with Batman and the kind of shit they allude to, like in their conversation, is like the dream Batman relationship with Joker well, I've always wanted. I appreciated it too because it called back to the Batman versus Superman, where we saw Robin's suit hung up with like the Joker writing on it, and he pretty much said like like remember when I killed your adopted son. Like, remember when I yeah. killed Robin? And I was like, oh. Well, and it made it seem like it was the one, like, I don't know if it's they they alluded to, like, the Joker cutting his face off because the, the Joker had cuts on his face or, like, when he pins somebody's face on his face. I don't know. It was really cool. And I was, I I want to see more Jared Leto, Leto Joker. I said it. I said gonna, it. Can I do a, I'm going to do a compliment sandwich. Um, <clears throat> yes. The line... <laughs> Why would you send a boy wonder to do a man's job? S tier. God damn. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Jared Leto. Going in. Damn, maybe you should play Joker. Well, I don't know why they... Damn, they should have given you a chance. Um, I'm going to get heat for this, and that's okay. okay. That's okay. I thought the Batman Joker scene was like the worst scene in the whole movie. Really? really? I thought it was corny that. when he was like, I'm going to fucking kill you. I thought yeah. that was corny. I thought that, that whole, was corny. Like, that whole that was part, corny that was me. so corny. Um, I don't know what Jared Leto was going for in the monologue with Batman. And Batman, when he was like, like I took me out of the movie so quick where he was like, and make no mistake, I will fucking kill you. Yeah, that I was, was like, I was like, oh my God, dude. Like, Zack Snyder wrote this directly, didn't he? And I, mean, I, was, I, like I just thought, I just thought, right. yeah, to each their own. I just thought that was like the. Cr- it felt like fanfare, See, I liked and that the was fine. If it, it felt like a really that. weird YouTube fan <laughs> fan film for me, and it was really bad. Uh, there was a couple lines in in their interaction that was just really good, um, but for the most part, I was my least favorite part of the movie. But that would have been sorry. Like a- 
that's like a movie I'd want to see though. And like, that's what I think given, given a better, yeah, given that's what would have come given more. I think I do want to see that because like the, like all these storylines in DC are so fucking interesting. And I like, I mean, DC's comic books are way more interesting than Marvel's base, like storylines. Like a lot of Marvel stuff is joined from DC. So I was really excited. Like we got dark side Joker is just like the ultimate villain. But that, but that portrayal of Joker in the nightmare was just not it for me. Um, I will say, I know a lot of people didn't like Joker's laugh, but I love Joker's laugh. I did too. I like, like, I, 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 it just yeah, felt just a different and creepy. Different yeah. kind. Yeah. I love Joker's laugh. I the little like ugh, the little wheezes. I thought that was dope. I know a lot of people didn't like it, but I thought that was yeah, like, a I, nice I liked touch. it. I liked it. I'll say so, I like that. I still I like that Joker um portrayal though better than the Suicide Squad. Yeah, yeah, even, yeah, even I, with some sure. lackluster lines. So Boy Wonderline, S tier. <laughs> the dialogue, which is my main issue with this whole movie, is the dialogue is always pretty bad. The dialogue, yeah. pretty awful. It did sell me on Jared Loker. Jared Jared Loker. It did sell <laughs> me. It did sell me on Jared Leto being Joker, though. Like no meme. I think Jared Leto could be a great Joker if they gave him a shot. But we probably won't get that shot. Feels bad. Well, so again, we're hopping all over the place because first I was a four hour movie, so there's yep. plenty of stuff to talk about. Um, but going back to that scene where the Martian Manhunter first talks to Lois in disguise as Clark so Kent's cool, mom. Dude. He's well, so cool. I think, I think it was that moment. Yeah, she goes to get her ID card and I see the pregnancy test. And I was like, well, that's not like just something you randomly put in a, in a scene. And so that's I, not something you delete from a movie either. And so, but I was left thinking about Sweden, it. Dude. You fat douchebag. I was left thinking about it, and I was like, it, "There has to be something to that." And I found an article this morning where Zack Snyder pretty much said, "This is what he he like." He didn't exactly explain everything, but he said this is where he wanted to take the universe if it had worked, um, and it had to do exactly with um, Superman's son. And according to Vanity Fair and Snyder's planned storyline, Batman would have sacrificed himself during the court during the course of the third Justice League film as part of a plan to ensure Darkseid is defeated. Years later, Superman would bestow the responsibilities of Batman onto his son. So Superman's son would become Batman in the That would have been sick. Yeah. We would have got a recast Ben Affleck. And then we could have gone with a new Batman, younger Batman. Think like Batman Beyond. That'd be sick. What the fuck? Yeah. But so like, God damn it, Joss Whedon! It goes to show he had like he had the whole thing planned out. Um, but like, uh, that's a bummer. How would you cut that four-hour movie? If I was in charge of cutting that four-hour movie into two hours, dude, I'd be. Impressed. Well, that's what I'm well, saying. I, it, well, I thought I don't. He didn't have a choice, is what I'm understanding. Like, and the fact I again, it was like they expected him because then again. How do you make a Justice League film where you have no backstory on more than half of the characters in Justice League? Yeah. Compelling in a two and a half hour movie. Like, I honestly think he probably did the best that he could. Yeah. But and I then, think that's the problem. He should have had more time. Another m movie, two movies. 
previous like give us a complete different like cyborg and flash movie suddenly you yeah. don't need any of that you know we we needed a cyborg and flash movie before we got yeah before we got batman versus superman and before we got justice league 100 i agree if we got those i would have been hype yeah my uh, but we didn't my- my little brother texted me who's like super into comic books and like reads all the comics and stuff and was like the fact that they mentioned like the anti-life equation was like this oh like, yeah that i was like that finally gave it a lot ever. more that whole backstory they added gave it way more like like oh, oh and then I, the battle scene that battle scene like i was Thor, like was dope. oh it was so sick like i remember being in the it's movie Zeus. the original movie and being like i want to see that <laughs> like i want to see that scene and then like nothing you didn't see any of that and then in this movie you fucking see like a 25 minute battle yeah like yeah. it's sweet there was um what you call it uh oh what the fudge the the archer what? i can't remember it starts with an a i think oh athenius or Athe- 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 yeah for the life of me i can't remember but yeah it was like next to zeus and stuff and you saw the god and everybody fighting together i was like and, and then like sick. hercules is there too like it's it's so cool. And, and then, then like and man, then just, Amazon. And then he just slices the neck open of Dark Dark Seed. And he's just like bleeding out. I was like, this is sick. Yeah, it's so sick. And then I guess like the anti-life equation what gives like Dark Side like control of like every sentient life on planet. And apparently my little brother was saying that they kind of nerfed Dark Side, but I mean you kind of have to. Like because apparently Dark Side can literally do anything and everything. Well, yeah, Dark Side. Well, the backstory of the anti life is that's kind of the thing that Dark Side always is is always chasing in the comics, and it's for good reason. Like literally, the anti life equation. As, I'm going to simplify it. When Dark Side has the anti life, okay. When Dark Side has the anti life equation, Dark Side could be like, "Yo, you should kill yourself," and you'd be like, "Fuck, he's right." <laughs> you got a good point. <laughs> I'm shit. He's right. I'm dead now. I'm gonna kill myself. So the anti life equation basically is uh, I don't know, uh, a way to control uh, just any sense of life. Just a good you way can to control, control people's minds. It's life. called an anti life for a reason, right? Like he can be he w- will base he basically has the ability to to tell and, and if he had like uh, a way to like to talk to everything in the universe, which would not be difficult for Dark Side, it would be like. Yo, kill yourself. Shit. All right. Kill self. Yeah. Which is what Darkseid wants. So And it's on Earth. Like it's it's it's, it's on Earth. When they did the anti-life question, I was like, okay, they're doing this. All right. They're doing this. Okay. I, I will say one of the plot holes I really didn't like is the fact that they know they left the mother boxes on the planet they left anti-life on. Yeah, Why? that's what I was wondering. Like, how do you not know that? Yeah. It- like Steppenwolf was like, I found anti-life, and they were like, Wait, really? And it was like, Yeah, it's on the same planet where all the mother boxes are. And they're just like, Oh fuck, for real, dude? Yeah, and I was just like, That was my Why thing. wouldn't you I feel like that's kind of a gift. Like you left anti-life on the same planet you left the mother boxes. Like, what all right, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll allow it. Keep going. It's been a hundred he's a hundred thousand planets later, you know? He's like, Yeah, oh, that's right. why I, I was like, you know? I'm believing in flying dudes and all that kind of stuff. Like, i whatever, go for it. Well, I liked how they communicated. I thought that was a really cool touch. Like how like he burns the metal or whatever. Oh, like, yeah. Talks to someone. I thought that was a cool way of doing that. Pardon your regularly scheduled podcast listening for this short ad break. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. 
In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you follow automotive news or do you just like cars and want to see what the heck's going on? Well, then you might like Donut Media's new podcast, The Big Three. Hi, I'm James Pumphrey. And every week, me and my co-host slash two of my top five friends, Nolan Sykes and Joe Weber, unpack the latest and greatest in automotive news and trends on The Big Three. You'll also get a lot of laughs, hot takes, and personal insight on cars from the biggest car guys in automotive media. So, whether you're a hardcore enthusiast or just a person who goes, up, that's a good-looking car, <laughs> check out The Big Three, available wherever you get your podcasts, or you can watch the full videos at Donut Podcasts on YouTube. What well, it also like made um the whole villain arc more make more sense too because he's like well i'm trying to redeem yeah. myself and he's like wait a second like i can impress him now like this is what he's been looking for the only planet to ever beat him and so i was like i'm buying into it and i was like can't wait to see where this goes and i remember it's like that probably won't that was that's probably it unfortunately because like the the way it ends it set up like seven different movies if it wanted to. Seriously, like you said, yeah. Martian Manhunter. It set up Cyborg, yeah, Flash, probably different Wonder Woman, a different Batman because we have Deathstroke show up trying to hunt Batman, Lex Luthor escape. Now that was Will Smith's character, right? Or no? No, like, Will Smith okay. was Deadshot. That's okay. Deadshot and Deathstroke are two different different people. Yes. Yeah. Um, and that was played by uh, Joey, uh, the wife of uh, that girl, in Modern Family. Oh, I don't know. Well, the uh, Gloria, what the fudge? You would know her if I show, show you. But he's great. Um, so I like oh, seeing Sophia his character. Vergara? Yeah, his his uh, her husband. Oh, I mean, I just know that show. I don't yeah. know, like, any specific. He's a big D and D guy too, actually. Um, cool. But anyway, yeah, all these different things showing up, um, like Martian Manhunter showing up. You had the whole Lex Luthor thing and everything. Um, I feel like there's even I, some more cameras. I, that it's like, I don't care about Aquaman, and this new cut didn't make me care any more about yeah, Aquaman the, or the Aqu- Aquinians. I the I like I like Aquaman a lot more Aquinas. in his movie. In this movie, he's still like a dude, bro. Yeah, like I I appreciate the like I, I like his interpretation of Aquaman. Like I don't not like that. It's just like the Athenians or just the their kind of I don't know. I didn't like it. That that the other the only other thing I didn't it like bore me. That was the only thing that bore me. I don't know why Zack Snyder like keeps making Atlantis look like a shithole. Whereas, well, because I think it's supposed to be like past its prime or whatever, right? Like ever since the king died or something. No, in, in, in did you watch uh, Aquaman? The it was a little while one? ago. 
It was it was way better. It was like yeah, this is like this and like, this uh, is this. Oh yeah, yeah, I know. They always make like uh, the Atlantis like broken down and run down. And, yeah, like, they make it statues. look like a total shithole. And I was like, why do they keep making it like a shithole? I don't get it. Um, I see what you're saying. Though. Oh, and then uh, what else I liked? Uh, they set up Green Lantern movies. You know when that Green oh. Lantern dude dies and then the yeah. ring flies off. Set up Green Lantern. I love Green Lantern. I like Green how Lantern for a second he's dirty. like, wait a second. Yeah, he's like, I'm <laughs> <It's> like <laughs> yeah, and the ring's like, uh-uh, you ain't grabbing me. Like, I thought that was really cool. And then, like, you see, I, that's we need a Green Lantern. And not, like, the Ryan Reynolds Green Give Lantern. Him Green shot, Lantern. Give John him another shot, John Stewart. <laughs> something like that. Like a Green Lantern in this universe would be sick. Oh, so cool. I love the Green Lantern. Green Lantern and the Martian Manhunter, S tier. Which may be a hot take. Well, so what I like to well, one I Superman is obviously OP. That's all there's to it. Yeah, you. But you, you lose. I still I think I might have mentioned it. I like how they did it in Justice League, and I like it even more in this one. They still set it up to be like, yo, this is how strong he is, and then when he finally shows up, we're gonna show you just how strong. Like it felt like, yeah, yeah. Superman's okay. here. Superman this is, is the man. <laughs> game changer. Yeah, and so I think they did a good job of actually not just making it feel like he rolls over everything although he, he does but they set it up so like it just wasn't op when he does it has a payoff and yeah feel like, like a cop out like yeah Superman exactly showed up. everything's okay and like there's even a little callback like steppenwolf um when he was like reporting back he's like there are no sign of like kryptonians because like evidently they know like yeah Yo, those are bad dudes like we <laughs> avoid them if we can so they even know like across all these worlds they've gone to it's like yo kryptonians i'm out yeah um and then when he shows up well one i still love the little scene when he's fighting the justice league like they with fixed the, flash. the uh they fixed the weird mouth thing. yeah the mustache that, thing that, yeah that wasn't there anymore um but like when he does with the flash interaction then with wonder woman she headbutts him he's like okay kaboosh and just like headbutts yeah. her down those little things well and she then, headbutts him and he's like oh like, yeah he's like oh okay i'll play this game um and then still like i i love it when he shows up like it, it's just like this whole movie you're like dude steppenwolf's like a nobody stands dude. a chance his armor was sick i was a fan yeah i thought his cool his armor was sweet but he shows up and then superman throws him around like a ragdoll and just sitting there just like boosh boosh just like just ground pounding him i have a hot take yeah, hit me with it. I did not like Superman's black suit. I didn't. Why isn't he though. wearing the normal one? Uh, like, is there a reason him? he's wearing the black suit? Or he's been? Like, I think it was more so the... metaphorical. Like he's been reborn. Yeah, I I will say the symbolically choosing the black suit was a little weird, but I like I it grew on me because it looks sick. I, I see, I, I'm weird. I like the the blue with the red and the the. I do I think too. But... I think the like, blue think and red better. It makes more sense in context. Uh, but God, man, like that black suit, like ooh, it's so nice. I don't think it's... Batman and I don't think Batman and Superman should ever be sharing the same color palette. <laughs> because yes. at the end shot where it just has all the Justice League, I was like, yeah, Batman should have come out with his red and blue suit. <laughs> yeah, this would look this would look way better if they didn't have like, the same color suit like, on. But... He's like, yeah, I just got it. Yeah, but but God, that black suit's sick though. Oh, you know what I really liked too? I thought it was really cool that like Cyborg like talks to machines. Like he's like, this one wants to fly. 
He's like, you talked to machine. Why was that on the original movie? It was so cool. I was like, that is like, I was like, that is so interesting. Like, of course he can talk to like machines and technology and stuff like that. I was like, that just makes sense, you know? Oh, that um, Roger, I forgot the name, but they set up another superhero. He was the assistant to his dad. Um, at the end. Oh, I that I that flew over my head. I I knew when they were like. When he said something, well, I, literally I was like, okay, it. I, was like I don't remember that name. Look it up because that has to be somebody. And it was. Yeah, I heard that and I was like, I don't know who that is, but that means something. You don't I just name watch. drop some random dude. The <laughs> yeah. NFL, my hey, are you? Uh... <laughs> yeah, actually. So that set up another thing. Um, Which yeah. we, will, we will probably never see any of these. Like... Well, that's this bummer. Like I can only hope. But like now, too. Now that he knows what he would have done, and like now that he said, like, yo, if this was what was going to happen, now we're not going to get that. Even if something by mo- some miracle happens again, it'll have to be different. Um, because like Warner Brother owns DC, right? Like, it's not, yeah, is DC like its own studio, like Marvel is, or I don't, I don't think know. so. Like, I don't know how any of this works. Or, not, I think it's the same way Disney now owns Marvel, so it's like Warner Brothers owns Marvel, kind of the way I think so, or yeah. Disney, own, or yeah, okay, pretty sure. Could be wrong. Don't quote me though. But just like overall, so one there was like more fight scenes too, like we talked about, like even like that throwback war. But then um, I'm pretty sure that entire Wonder Woman scene at the beginning wasn't in the original, right? No, it wasn't because I know for a fact that like I remember I was like, no way in that movie did I remember a terrorist trying to shoot people and Wonder Woman blowing her up. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, like, I don't think that happened. Same thing though, like during that fight, it was just so dope seeing Wonder Woman just like go ham. Yeah, and hey, like just yo, Wonder Woman. Can we talk about why would you cut the scene where she tells the little girl you can be anything? <laughs> that <laughs> was precious. the most Wonder Woman scene I have ever seen, and Josh, he cut out. that out of the movie. <laughs> why? That was, that was good. I like that little scene. Um, but that was just like so much more. There was more action when there was, and it was good. And then wait, yeah, the way all, they, the exposition we needed when they kill Stephen Wolf, the way they do it, like literally, like Aquaman oh, comes Ste- out of nowhere. And Wonder Woman, I was like, she's not just decapitates him. I was like, that's, that's and that's where I was kind of like, I'm down for this. If DC is the kind of movies where I can see that actually happen, because that's never going to happen in a Marvel. Like, like, let's just say that for the record. That's never going to happen. Ever. If Bro, I can Thor see that. Thor literally decapitated. And we didn't see Thanos. anything. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but like. But we didn't see know, any of it. You don't see the head what do you rolling. Mean? You know, it, you just see. Yes, we do. It was more implied. She picks up his head. It was more implied. How do you mean it's more implied? Dude, I don't literally her chops picking I don't up think she head. picks up his head. I think she just goes. Yeah, she closes know. his eyes. I don't remember that. Yeah, but like he's like y'all have not, recency bias. Even still, though, no, it's uh, not like no, don't don't up. start acting like DC is like an adult oriented movie. I I mean I'm saying it could be. I I kind of like that it has the blood and I, but I do hate the I'm gonna fucking kill you like that is corny like leave that shit at the door like that 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 has no place in. But that's just like bad writing. I think you could do it in a better way. I think because I think Mar or Marvel doesn't in so- some ways, but DC did not hit it with the, and I will fucking kill you. Well, that's the big difference for me is I like the plot lines to DC films are so 
Well, the plot lines to DC Comics in general are just so much sicker than Marvel's. But the difference in Marvel and DC for me is Marvel's dialogue has just gotten so good over the years and like how just to like build characters and like I re- they make me really care about characters. And DC hasn't really gotten the opportunity to really write the characters yet. So you have so the dialogue is just eternally kind of butt tier in DC films. But I mean if you gave Zack Snyder the chance, I feel like he could do the same thing, and I feel like he proved it with this movie personally. Yeah, and I, I think if you were like Zack, dude, like we need these in two and a half hours. I don't think he would have to be like, I need another four hours. I think he'd be like, look, I only made that movie four hours because that's what they fucking made me do. I had to make it in four hours. Like, I think if they're like Zack, we'll give you two and a half hours to go on your Dark Apocalypse, whatever it is, because I'm sure it's some comic book he's trying to follow that has been written. Uh, I love the movie. I, I, I wouldn't give it a nine, but it it, it was it did like what it a much. movie was supposed to do, and it fucking entertained the shit out of me. Did you know? And, fun fact: I think currently it is the second highest rated IMDb superhero movie, only behind The Dark Knight. Really? God. And if you go on Rotten so- Tomatoes, I think it has a ninety-seven percent audience score, and um, critics are almost eighty percent. I I really enjoyed it. I, it made me want more DC, and it made me feel DC was actually on the level of Marvel. It did. Like I was like, "Holy shit!" I can see my favorite heroes. How the people who see their favorite Marvel superheroes see them, like Spider Man, dude. Give me a give me a Martian Manhunter movie, dude, and he'll kill it, and everybody will love Martian Manhunter. Like, sure, everybody like Martian Manhunter, but everybody did that with Guardians of the Galaxy. So it, yeah. it's just kind of the steps. Beast Boy win. That's the real question. Uh, see, I like to see t- and Teen Titans. If we're talking Teen Titans, I like Cyborg. Cyborg wish, was my favorite. I one. wish we Teen got Titan. Teen Titans. Movie, dude. That'd be sick. Isn't there a Teen Titan, but it's really cringe? Like, fuck Batman. Well, yeah, like, there's like guy? a TV like, show or something. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even bother with that one. We don't need to talk about that. That doesn't exist. T- DC TV shows are a pretty big miss, I believe. I don't. They think were was. see that was the, and see that was that was not the sentiment years ago. People were like DC television, oof, it's so good. And yeah, um, I guess there was that Gotham like one. I felt yeah, like I heard that Gotham was actually pretty decent. That TV show. Yeah, and then we started getting like new CW DC, and it kind of ruined it. But I mean, you know, here we are. I did watch it is what it is. Green Arrow or whatever his name is the first Arrow. few seasons. It wasn't that bad. Well, it was a good. Uh, well, I mean, like back in the day, that was like holy shit. We've never gotten a superhero TV yeah, show. Like it was, that. I, yeah, that it was, was like one of the first. And then I didn't keep up with the later seasons or any of the other ones that came out. With, but back in the day, DC TV was the heat, and now it's well, it's about the same tier as DC movies, but <laughs> yeah. pre oh. pre Snyder cut. But this made me feel like it, they they can be there and be better. I am more interested in what dc had like where that universe was going than where marvel is going currently 100 and that but that i'm a big dc fanboy yeah i mean yeah we also don't really know where marvel's going right now marvel's almost seemed like scarlet witch is gonna be like the next big that's how i took that as is that well that's the difference gonna be the next big villain this continues to be the difference is marvel you don't know exactly where they're going with the next thing but they're still building these characters piece by piece. And it matters so much because when it happens, like I'm never, 
it, it depresses me. I'm never going to get like a Captain America raising the hammer moment in DC. I became an eight year old child when so like the most when he ever. picked up that hammer. Like that was like <laughs> top five high moments of my life. And it like is. it could happen in DC where like just we don't know what that no comic book be. spoilers because I fucking have I have I've read way too many of these comics and <laughs> if they ever do do it in cinema like it would be tight but like I love DC comics so much and I just wish but I mean we... it's so hard though to like you have to make the comparison but it's unfair again to be like well this is where Marvel sits and again it's because Marvel's been going since 2008. Marvel and has been cranking. working at this for a long yeah. time. They have like to get a track to get these eight year old re- re- reactions out of you. They have like whereas Warner Bros was like and... Warner Bros was like, yeah, fucking, Eat it. Eat let's it. just let's just blow let's just <laughs> blow our loads blow our loads on the sickest DC storylines immediately without context. I mean, it doesn't work. Yeah, it, they've made some fumbles, so that's why like. Even if you have to reboot it, that's fine. But I want to live in a world where we have the Marvel Universe thriving and the DC yes. Universe thriving. Yes. And they can thrive it's, on their own. You don't have both. to. Yeah, you don't. But then I get to enjoy both. And I know there are people out there, like my older brother, for instance, is like, there's nothing to watch. I hate superhero movies. And I understand the... you guys. But I, <laughs> I don't love understand them. you at all. Yeah, but I'm a nerd. And there are a lot of people out there. It's more so. It's hey, not even some people anymore. like it's slice of life, Mister Fruit. You know, yeah, that's true. But so, like, I'm in the group. It's like some people are like another superhero movie's coming out. I'm like another superhero movie's coming out. Like, let's get it. And, and DC movies can be our Marvel par. Like we've seen Shazam. I don't know if you guys have seen Shazam or if the, if you're listening yeah, to this, if you've seen Shazam, great movie. I loved that movie. Probably at, under this, at, under Justice League, my favorite DC movie. I still think Wonder Woman, the original one. That's Aside like from this, probably. That's a good one. Probably my favorite. And then Aquaman, original Wonder like Woman still my favorite. I'd you, say, so you liked Wonder Woman more than first, the Justice League Blue? First Wonder Woman. Oh, yeah. No. As, as like a standalone movie, like I still think the original Wonder Woman's a better film. The banger. But um like that's probably the only movie where I was like they got they me care about it. characters, like they, they set up some good world building. The dialogue was real good. Like Diana, she really sold me. Like Gal Gadot really sells Wonder Woman, like being a baby in this new world. I wish Wonder Woman Two was like that. Yeah, they. Uh, yeah, we don't talk about Wonder Woman Two. Yeah, was that's yeah. <laughs> it could be better. This <laughs> is good, but it could be better. See, it's just a bummer that I enjoyed it so much. Because yeah. like I went in with zero expectations. I I hadn't been reading about it. I knew it was going to be just woefully long and some reshoots and this was his vision that's all i knew that's all i wanted to know so i went in no preconceptions nothing and i walked out like that was sick that was sick and so for me i rated so highly one because it was a four-hour movie and (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah, that's hard to do i sat the whole way through like i was seriously like the epilogue claire's like this is a really long epilogue i was like Show me more scenes. More scenes. Like more. Don't, yeah, don't let more. it stop. Yeah, I was like, shut up, I want more. <laughs> um and so that alone, especially because recently I haven't been able to like watch movies, have them cap capture my attention at all. Um so that's part of it. And then again, I'm just I love DC. And then seeing it more. seeing it all come together. And then again, the way I like I think with the exposition they gave, 
with the way they set up the final battle with Superman, with, um, yeah, like actually fleshing out some of the characters, the action scenes, like all around, honestly, for me, I, I think the pacing was good too, which is hard to do in a four hour movie, but it felt like it, it like all right. nothing took too long. Nothing was too short. Let, let me give you a scenario. Okay. Warner brothers mm-hmm. is like, Hey, Zach, we're sorry. Did we really, we really, really messed up. I'm sorry. Okay. Give him the chocolates, a letter, handwritten, everything. We're sorry. Okay. Cause I know there's a ton of uh, other stuff that happened with Zach and his personal life and all that while he was making justice league and why he stopped all that kind of stuff. Let's say they, 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 they fix that bridge and they mend it and they go, we'll give you the Kevin Feige role. Do you think, do you think he takes it? Do you think we could see that? Could that happen? I mean, I think they give him, they give him the Feige role and he builds it, you know, like he just finds the directors he casts, you know, he just has that kind of, puppet master kind of what kevin feige seems to do i think he would i think that's what they need first and foremost is to figure out what their tone is because like marvel has obviously found their tone pretty light-hearted comedic um but at necessary times like intense action yeah can get that's pretty tone. can get pretty real pretty quick but for the most part like they have a lot of humorous moments and they crack jokes and stuff it's Disney. yeah, yeah it's meant yeah. it's meant it's meant for the the intention is for you to come out feeling good, except for except for Infinity War, which left well, you feeling soul crushed. But that was the point too. But that's the point. You feel things when you come out of those movies. And so, if you look across most of the movies, though, they have they pretty much kept that. Like you, like that's why I'm saying, like a new Marvel movie comes out. At this point, it's like never heard of these people in the Marvel universe. But sure, I'm gonna go see it because well, I know. Yeah, what I'm gonna getting. go watch it. Yeah, I know what I'm getting myself into. So I think they need to nail that first and foremost with the, the yeah. DC movies. Like if like if a Green Lantern movie's coming out, people will just be like, yeah, sure, I'll go see the Green Lantern. And I'm not saying they have to replicate what Marvel's doing. In fact, I think what separates them a little bit is that they're a little darker. Um, but I there still, is an audience for that. And I still think it does need some... Like for me, like the moment the Flash is in slow-mo and see, sees Superman going and he's just like, whoa. Like that was funny to me. Like... I don't need as much Marvel punchiness, like, haha, moments for it to be like, for yeah. it to just feel exhausting to me. Cause, like, I know with some people, they'll say, like, if it's just serious all the time, I feel exhausted or drained. Yeah. Like, I honestly think Justice League had a pretty good tone. They could keep something like that. That's the first thing you got to find out. And then the second one is work on your universe and commit to it because doing two movies and then our Avengers movie, like, that doesn't work. Yeah, you need to have. You're a, gonna have a to. Feige. It could be a gamble, but then again, not really because you're selling merchandise. Because merchandise makes like a million times more. And then commit to it and be like, "Hey, here's our ten year plan. We're gonna actually let things brew, give it the right amount of time, and set something up, something our own." Um, and I mean, like hearing Zack Snyder's vision, seeing how he set this up. Do I agree with everything? No, but yeah, like. Sounding like what he had in plan, plan for this whole vision arc and stuff. That sounded cool. Well, and like with the Martian Manhunt at the end of the movie, going like, "Well, now, like, I have something in stake too." And it's like, okay, well, what, what, what does he have in stake? Like, I want to find out what, what his like, why he's fighting. And then by the end of it, they have everybody in the Justice League. Like, they were just alluding to so yeah. much. Like, they were getting a new house, and then like they're like, "But more, like, we can fit more here." Well, and then we 
talked about the Joker Batman scene, but as a whole, that came from the nightmare, which was the biggest delusion. Like, is that so? It seemed like that was another what premonition. What is a nightmare? Or is that like an actual like comic or something? Like, or are you just saying nightmare from like that's what they're calling it? Okay. So, but like night as in like K, they're calling it okay. like the Dark Knight, the nightmare. Uh huh. Because he had a nightmare in the first one, and that's when it was in. He was like in the desert, and it was bizarre, and it was super out of place. Um, so he had it again, but this time at the very end. And so it seems like he's essentially seen this is what the future is going to look like. And so at that point, you're like, what the fudge happened? Why is he teaming up with Deathstroke, Joker? Um, the, uh, the Johnny Atlantean Depp's woman. terrible ex-wife, whatever. And yeah. um, Amber Heard, I believe. Yeah, and the other person. Instead of everyone else. And then obviously... Uh, oh yeah, she says Aquaman died. Like, yeah, well, he's uh, dead at some point. Superman obviously shows up, and he's just gone berserk. And then doesn't he fly away with like Batman's head at the end or something? I something like no, that. that was like uh, oh, that was that was when what they were Cyborg? Saw. Yeah, Cyborg That's what saw. Cyborg yeah, yeah. saw. Um, and Cyborg was like, no, like don't do that. And then he was like, go. But so like you have to think what in the world happened, and Joker saying it that has, it was Batman's yeah. fault. So I'm thinking it has to do something with Lois Lane, and so you're like. How in the world is this going to unfold? And we'll probably never find out. So, Sag. Unlucky. All around, go see it. I recommend it. I highly recommend it. If you have I, yeah. nothing if to do, go DC see it. If you're a DC fanboy, you, gotta, you definitely got to go see it. Like it's, if, you, if you like DC, you're going to love it. And well, maybe not love it, but you're definitely going to yeah. have fanboy moments. But if you've seen the other DC movies and were disappointed... I don't think this one will this, whew, disappoint like love. those other ones did. Yeah. Um, so at the very least, and it's a long movie, yeah. He even separates it into parts. So just you can like watch an hour and a half at a time or whatever. But for me, that I started it and then I finished it. At no point yeah, was I, yeah, like checked out. So, yeah. So long story short, um, Blue liked it, wasn't crazy about it. He had some parts. That he obviously a lot of the core things that Justice League did wrong still did wrong to him, right? Am I yep, more or less yep. getting it right? Okay. Yep. Rob, solid. Um, cared a lot more about it. Would have liked to see where it went. Hated the aspect ratio though. Hate and I, I can't stand that. It's just like I'm watching on a TikTok. But all in all, he liked it and on the Rob scale, pretty high. Very high. And then for me, I don't know. One of the most fun here's the thing too is one point in my life, I was like, also wanted to become like a director myself. And I love movies. And I was like a critic, critic. And so when I would rate things, it'd be entirely different. And now it's like, did I have fun? Did I enjoy my time? <laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed my time. That was one of the most. You had a good time? Yeah, it was one of the best movies I think I've seen in a, in a while. And so I'm going to rate it like 9 out of 10. I really enjoyed it. Does it have its problems? Yes. But I'm probably a little more lenient on my ratings too. So. I liked it. We all liked it for the most part. And the internet, that's what Claire was saying was she was like, but I'm seeing everywhere. And like most of the mainstream media outlets are like bashing it, which is so strange because then I go to Rotten Tomato and the aggregate score of critics is almost fresh. Mm-hmm. The audience almost 100% overwhelmingly liked it. So it's just so bizarre. It, it still seems to be kind of polarizing. Um, and like... Like, even Sonic and Dork were both kind of like, yeah, we didn't like it. Yeah. Um, like so I'm almost interested to hear, yeah, why why, why they just didn't like it at all. Um, 
yeah, well, I'm not saying they're wrong, um, no. but just from where I was coming from and knowing the DC universe where it was, I was more or less I was surprised. I left I left the movie more interested in the DC universe than going in. Hundred percent. Like when they said the DC universe was like canceled, whatever. I was sad because I like the heroes, but it wasn't like man, we're missing out on whatever we could have gotten. Yeah. Now, now after I'm that, really yeah, now I'm <laughs> bummed. Like, oh wait, I actually would have liked to see where this where this went. I would have liked to see them <laughs> recast Lex Luthor, <clears throat> but um, yeah, Jesse Eisenberg was a weird choice. Still, um, I'll still stand by the stand on the hill or die on the hill that it should have been Brian Cranston. I see, like he could be the best Lex Luthor. I think that would be really cool. Really, it's but practically I feel like Heisenberg, people, so. I feel like people would see bald. You know Brian Cranston, and just go Heisenberg. But you know, but that's like what I'm saying. Like, like we practically saw him in what I would like to see Lex Luthor portrayed as, almost like yeah. a ruthless businessman kind of thing. Yeah, uh, but isn't Lex Luthor supposed to be kind of buff though? In the but I guess this version yeah, wasn't either. Well, in this one, he's like a young tech. Guy. I don't know. There's several different iterations. But yeah. Uh, is there anything else we want to touch on before uh, Patreon questions? Uh, Have you guys seen Falcon and Winter Soldier? No. Oh, yeah. haven't what seen the yet. fuck? Yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen, seen it yet. yet. It premiered today, though. Have you seen we'll it? We'll talk about it. I have seen it. Okay, well, we'll then talk just about it next week. Yeah, rough you impression. It? You enjoy it? You like it? Uh, like, I should watch it? I, absolutely. Well, I All mean, right. I I, have feelings for Marvel characters. I can't. Like, they, Marvel just knows how to write good characters. Are you a Marvel man. or DC guy, Blue? I'm a whoever makes Poggers content, and okay. well, right now it's Marvel. hard. Right now it's hard not to be a Marvel fanboy, like with what they're doing. With Agreed. no one, no one, no one's ever DC could, but like yeah. no one, like the what Marvel's accomplished. Yeah, and how they're bringing all the how they're bringing all these characters together, and that how I I honestly wasn't sold on these TV shows. When I first heard about them, I mean, I was type for WandaVision, but like uh, Marvel just gotten so good at writing characters that I'm just sold on everything they do now. Compared to the WandaVision pilot, how would you compare it? I think it was better than the WandaVision pilot, but that's only because WandaVision was, was meant to be like a very yeah, slow to. burn. Yeah. That makes sense. And this one has like four less. It wasn't WandaVision 10 episodes or eight. Nine episodes? Nine episodes. And then we get this Loki right after this, This right? one's six episodes. Um, yeah, Loki's coming soon. Their whole timeline's messed up, too, the way they wanted to release things. Like, WandaVision was technically, I think we talked about this, technically supposed like, to come out. in November. Like, yeah, right before the new Doctor Strange. Yeah. Um, but speaking of TV series, I also just uh, found... Uh, I must have closed it. Or, wait, yeah. Um, a new headline. HBO is tripling down... Ooh. I'm Game of Thrones with three more spinoffs. Why? Three more spinoffs. And I forgot Game of Thrones existed after Dude, that, that universe finale. is so big though, and George R. R. Martin has gone so detailed well, they, into they it. They detailed that what these shows currently are planned to be. So the first working title is Ten Thousand Ships. Oh. Nope. <laughs> Ten Thousand Ships. It follows Princess Nymeria, an ancestor of House Martell and founder of the Kingdom of Dorne. It's set a millennium before the events of Game of Thrones, making an exploration of much older mythos than the Westeros timeline. Cool. The second project is set in Flea Bottom, uh, obviously in King's Landing. And then the final project is being developed by Rome creator Bruno Heller, 
with the work entitled Nine Voyages. The series would follow Lord Corliss Valerian, also known as the Sea Snake and the head of the House of Valerian. Interesting. So those are the three we have, all prequels. It's interesting. It's that must mean that they're whatever they're seeing of their other spinoffs. They're they gonna have like, an Avengers Game of Thrones moment. <laughs> <you imagine. laughs> but it's not gonna mean shit. They've had at least that one or two other prequels though in production for a while. So it's making me think that they're whatever they're seeing, they're believing in, and they're like, We're tripling down. We're let's like let's go even deeper. That's what it seems like. And that gives me hope that, you know, whatever we're gonna get. Is fire because as we as we know, Game of Thrones can't be fuego. Um, yeah. And so, honestly, I'm all more. I'm all for more content in. Um, Game of Thrones. I kind of put like I wouldn't say high fantasy, but like it's like low fantasy. You mean that you would put high fantasy, dude? It's like there's wizards. There's people coming from the dead. There's. I still put like mid fantasy hype. though. High fantasy no. though is like. You're thinking Actual, high fantasy like, like space space no, sci-fi? No, I'm thinking like you've high got like, like spell casting shit. wizards everywhere and yeah. like well, a whole bunch yeah, more magic. You do not really. What what, like what wizard is there? And like you've seen it at Karth when she shows like and there's like a warlock there. There's warlock well, they, temples. All I, you have to do is study that. I magic. would I would consider Game of Thrones high fantasy. See, I, I it's, think it's, it's more high fantasy. High fantasy. Well, I mean, it's still high fantasy. It's just high fantasy with a little, like the you know, the magical aspect being a little <laughs> like, rare. With a like, I guess ten percent. I guess I should say I see high fantasy as having a lot more magic. Yeah, and so there, there's like magic working, but it's not stuff like you really see, like Jon Snow, obviously coming back, or like White Walkers, or the most we saw was is that season two or whatever, where she gives birth to that demon. I would say Whatever by the was. last two seasons, it's it's high oh, fantasy. Yeah. It's fucking kids out of there like, help! Yeah, I remember watching. I was, like, <laughs> I was in a dorm, and I hadn't caught up on Game of Thrones. And this is when I first met Claire there. Like, people were watching this, and I was like, what have I missed? <laughs> I was like, I told him about like three episodes. Like, what happened? That's funny. But yeah. So. Um, Patreon questions? Patreon questions. Or am I missing anything? Uh, I don't think there's anything. Oh, else. Evo getting oh. acquired by Sony. Oh, jeez. Is that bad or good? Bad. Um, guys. Bad for me. It it's could bad. be. Could be good. Could be bad. I uh, rip melee. That's never coming back. Well, yeah. now. Um, we'll see. I I looked this up so that I have something prepared. Nintendo has provided a statement regarding Sony's acquisition of the Evolution Championship Series. Nintendo has enjoyed engaging with fans at past Evo tournaments and wish the show organizers the best with their new venture. We will continue to assess Evo and other opportunities as we plan for future online and offline Super Smash Bros. tournament activity. A.K.A. just like usual, we're getting nothing. Later, losers. Yeah, so we're uh, Sony. No way we're getting an Evo anymore. Sony did say that they uh, had no problem having third-party games. Yeah, but so... Nintendo's the problem. <laughs> yeah, but Nintendo's lives in... The... The dark times. Yeah, they live in a different world, dude. They're like, we don't. They're probably just like, we don't want to be associated with Sony. Yeah. Uh, so, best case, we get some Smash Ultimate. Worst case, we don't get anything besides uh, titles that show up on the PS PS platform. Look, I'm gonna say it, and it's gonna sound stupid, <laughs> but the thing I probably miss the most in quarantine is watching in person Smash tournaments, dude. 
dude. Every every it bums me out. That was my favorite weekends. thing to do in the weekend. Yeah. Yes. Just every watch weekends, Ace Match tournament. It didn't matter what the whole weekend. Yeah, just anything. Watch dude. matches like any fighting game. Like I. Mostly Smash, but like if Melee was on, I'd watch some Melee. If Ultimate Tourney, I'd get hype. And then if they were like, you don't watch online? No, no it's not the same. It would be it if we had online that people wanted to play. Then yeah, it would be fun to watch. But see, even though, even for me though, part of it too is like seeing players in person. Yeah, having the crowd like. It yeah. just feels Pop like, offs. yeah, it just has this like completely different feeling. Agree, agree. And it sounds so dumb, but yeah, I've missed that so much. Like, I, I would really take that too, back yeah. first than being able to go back to my gym. That's how much same. I miss it. Same, 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 same. <laughs> well, I'm glad you would give up my jumping. No, I'd give up, like, I would give up something. You, you give uh, up what Dr. Do Pepper? Do? Fuck, what do I... I would give up Dr. Pepper. Would you give up DoorDash? For having melee back or you having get, okay, back. never mind. I won't, give Dr. Pe- <laughs> I won't. I won't give up Doctor Pepper. I would give up DoorDash if there I could get go. some some tournaments every couple weekends. Thank you for your hey, sacrifice, Mister Fruit. I I was tested this week with uh, DoorDash and stuff. You didn't reinstall. I did not. I drove every fucking place when we wanted food. Right. I drove. That's right. That's why yesterday Ooh. Blue was like, "I need your info," and I was like, "I'm driving from Chipotle right now. Give me a little bit." Good for you. Yep. I um, still not downloaded. So, okay, yeah, I'm I, clean. I, I, yep, deleted. Uh, Z Dog <laughs> has a question. Says for Rob, Kingdom Hearts was my favorite series for a lot of my life, but I only got through a few hours of three before losing motivation to quit due oh to boy. its flaws and non-challenging gameplay and the singing and dancing crap. <laughs> That's the only time I, I see Rob's game. eye twitching. Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> uh, do you 3. think it's so worth funny. giving it another go? Did you ever go back and finish it? Uh, no, I never get, went back. Still so funny. How every time I tuned into Rob playing that game, it was some stupid fucking mini square game. dancing. He's skateboarding or snowboarding with something. He's like doing Pilates uh, in space from or a something. Robot thing. Yeah, yeah was, I was just like, <laughs> I was like, I swear it's not like this. Yeah, every like, time he's I like, dude, I swear. Like, and the third time he's like, I bro, I swear, okay. And then like the fourth time, I was like, okay, it's just this. <laughs> um, I don't know. I've heard it's better. I haven't gone back and probably won't go back. I, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe one of these days when I'm bored, I'll go back. I have no desire, though. Um, in Pasta of Haiku, um, asks, for the boys, if you took the trip to Hawaii, if you got to go swimming with the sea life between sea turtles, dolphins, seals, or cage diving with sharks, which would you pick and why? Uh, absolutely not cage diving with sharks. Yeah. Me yeah. Uh, also I'm- not dolphins. Dolphins. What? Will- Dolphins will fuck you, dude. Nah, I like dolphins. Whatever, I would pick, I would pick dolphins. Whatever's not deep water. Thanks. Yeah, I agree. I seals would be tight. Have, I hundred percent blastophobia. There's no way I could do that. Yeah, I, I want to chill with seals. I would not chill with dolphins. Dolphins will literally bone you. Dolphins are more dangerous than sharks. I'm pretty sure. They're messed up, dude. Yeah, the, some of the dolphins stuff they do to each other. Stuff too, yeah. Because they're so smart and they're bored, dude. They're like, what are we doing in this water? If only we had posable thumbs. <laughs> oh my uh, god, if dolphins had opposable thumbs, we'd be done. The world. Humanity yeah. would be Roots. over. Uh, uh, shark boy. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to go into a stupid thing where they... Tangent, tangent about, about yeah, dolphins. Where they, where they land ashore. All right, they, shark boy uh, asks, uh, <laughs> if you had to drink a gallon of something other than water a day, what would you choose? Water. Uh, anything other than Kool-Aid. water? I don't even know if I could do that. 
I feel like that would just be like a huge health hazard. Kool Aid, because it's like just sugar water. <laughs> like, and imagine like I still a gallon of my soda. water. Oh, I a love soda, but a gallon of soda a day, I would. Throw At that up. point, it would be it wouldn't be like it's carbonated throughout the day. Like at some point, it would be flat. I, I'm like, gonna assume this is like, like if you don't do this, you'll die. So. Uh, I'm gonna say, give me whatever zero calories, so I can actually get through it in a day. Oh, like, there's no way water easy. Yeah, there's no way you're getting through a gallon of soda. Oh, but does that count as water? Shit. Yeah, I would. I, I would pick like propel <laughs> water. water. You know, like there's like a propel that's like a really kind of substitute of water. It's like 20 calories or something. I'd probably pick that. They're tasty. Oh, that's a good question. There's no drink I like enough to drink a gallon a day of aside from water. That's a yeah, lot. Yeah, I... Uh, That's a lot. I, I don't want my stomach to hate me. I don't know if there's anything Ma I would... I, Imagine I drink this much soda a day, dude. Okay? Think about uh, that. I'd be impressed. Like, I look at that. That's a lot of water. <laughs> I love... No, I I love other drinks besides water as like a little little treat for myself, you know, a little but nothing little, like that. Little Dr. Pepper, like I I did good today. I'm gonna get myself a little Dr. Pepper, but not. I'm gonna chug this gallon of Dr. Pepper today. I don't know, dude. I, I don't really have an answer. If I had to choose, it'd be like fucking like Gatorade or something that actually let's assume did something for me. Let's assume whatever you're drinking, you like it, and you don't have to worry about health hazards. Dr. Pepper. Yeah, I'd say like Coke, sure. Yeah, Dr. Pepper. That was if I don't have to worry about all the logistics, then yeah. That. Um, mommy asks, "Hi, Blue. Um, Hi, Evangelion Mom. final movie is coming out. Ah, Any intention of watching it? It's a four-part movie. Also, between the TV series and the movie remake, which one do you like the most? It's rumored that the TV series got its funding cut from sponsors due to a disagreement. So the TV series really wasn't what it was envisioned this movie is uh i'm definitely more excited for the movie than anything um i don't pay too much attention to like the news stories by high and evangelion but um uh whatever comes out i'm gonna watch and everyone should watch this series because it's actually really really good and uh has a lot of really uh important uh commentary on not just the human condition but society Okay. Um, Tally asks, all right, boys, drive yourselves in because this is going to be a long one. So I was inspired by the question from last week of which superpower do you wish you had? And it got me thinking. While in theory, invisibility and teleportation are nice, they don't work as well in a practical sense. So because of this, I ask, what are your thoughts on the power to manipulate probability? Essentially, let's say Blue wanted to end capitalism. What is, what <laughs> is the chance that capitalism would be gone by tomorrow? Zero percent? Let's make it 100 percent. I'm just curious on your thoughts of the viability of the concept. See, that's just cheating, though. Way too overpowered. Then, yeah, that's way too What's the probability that the human race is a race tomorrow? 100%. What's the, what's the probability that I win the lottery tomorrow and then every other lottery? Oops, What's now the I'm probability rich. that GME is going to moon? 200%. Yeah. Oh, my over. God, dude. That's Yeah, that's <laughs> way too overpowered. That's like, At that point, you're just like... At that point, you're going into real life with creative mode. Like you're, Well, because like... Like what? What are the well, what are the limits? Though? Let's say Superman's coming at me. I'm like, what are the probability that Superman's gonna hit me? Hundred percent, zero percent. You know, like everything's really a probability. Pretty much, if you think about it, what are the odds I'm gonna die? What's the probability I'm gonna die? Zero percent, hundred percent. 
I, I feel like that probably most OP thing because you can literally just affect everything. That's a good superpower. It's like that in Deadpool. She's like, I'm just lucky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but at least she can't like control it she and control. Manipulate the yeah, manipulate right. other things. Yeah. Um, that's a good like superpower, a, like, I guess, in the sense of being broken. If that's what you're going for. Um, it would have to be punk. like a monkey's paw, like, yeah. but it's only things you could touch or only one probability or, <laughs> or maybe you can only affect probability by X percent. So like 1% change or something like that. Yeah. Um, if the dream team was in uh, the Friday, the 13th series, uh, who would most likely to survive and who wouldn't? Uh, Mr. Fruit would survive because anything he just run. Mr. Uh, Fruit would survive because he would like immediately drive off no, in the nearest car. I got to be honest with you all. I'm kind of more of a fight than flight. So if you saw Jason Voorhees coming at you with a machete, you're I straight up him? think I'm dying. Yeah, because I'm like, oh, see, I'm flight. See you, dude. I'm no, I'm fast. Yeah, I'm flight. Me. See you. I'm, I'm like square room. up, Jason. Oh, oh, and then I'm dead. Thanks, Mr. Fruit. Well, never mind. Okay, <laughs> I vote me and Rob. Because yeah, like, me. like, you know, like when you like t- when you're a little kid, and you'd like turn the lights off and run away. Yeah. You know, right. Or like you trying to go to the stairs real quick. I would do that and just clinch my fist, but like, try me. I'd be like scared, but I'm like, come at me, ghost. You see, throw hands, baby. You see, I used to be that way, but like as I got older, I was just like, whatever. If they kill me, then fucking do it, dude. Fucking. There's no fight or fight. It's just. I'm just like, do it right now, dude. Just fucking end it. Then if if you're gonna gonna fucking do it, do it, dude. Do it, Jason. If you're gonna do it, do it. Come on. But if, but in the in the event that I know I can, like, I see him and I have that opportunity, like, yeah, I'm gonna run away. Yeah, me too. I think I'm first to die. I'm gonna be honest. Um, to Piv asks, uh, someone found out that Daddy Pig from Papega Pig or Peppa Pig is Papega 14 feet, <laughs> is fourteen feet two feet two inches tall. What For the- reference, Snorlax is six eleven. Do you think Daddy Pig would be able to beat Snorlax in a fight, and what Pokemon would be able to take him down? I think Palkia is the only one I would be able to imagine would take down Daddy Pig. No, it's fucking. How big is Snorlax? Palkia? Snorlax would just hyper beam that dude. That's easy. <laughs> yeah, what's Peppa Pig gonna like do? Fourteen feet. Peppa, Peppa, Peppa the pig's dad is gonna be like, "Hey, let me teach you a life lesson." Snorlax gonna be like, "I can't hear him." Yeah, I, well, I don't know but... what his profession is. You know, I don't know what Peppa <laughs> Dad does for a living. <laughs> you don't know. He could be a badass. Um, personally, I'd probably b- bring like um I'm a champ with low sweep, and he's done. But he's 14 hey, feet, yo. Yeah, but his extra like weight, it's going to do more damage, dude. That's what low sweep does. I'm, I'm bringing Paul. I don't know how big Paul Kia is. He looks huge. Uh, I'm going to bring Arceus. Ha. I was going to say that. <laughs> yeah. cheating. I'll just bring the god of Pokemon. Why not? Or ditto. And then we can have a face-off. Oh. Peppa the Pig Dad versus Peppa the Pig Dad. Ditto. match. Yeah. I would flex on him. I would flex on him, and I would bring a shiny ditto. Oh, shiny, oh, so shiny yeah, Peppa what, the Pig Dad. I wonder what shiny yeah. Peppa the Pig Dad looks like. That's an just, extra layer. There's layers to Whoa. this shit. Yeah. Um, Papa Dadums asks, what other franchise do you think would be good to be Schneidered? I personally would be <laughs> up for a super dark, depressing Pokemon four-hour epic. No. No, there's like nothing I don't think could benefit mm. from a four-hour movie. There's not many things. Game Maybe Halo, and I just say that because I'm a big Halo fanboy. I say, I'll say like Halo, 
Game of Thrones or Assassin's Creed. Game of Thrones should get Snyder cutted with the Snyder cut with George R. R. Martin's cut. Yeah, give George R. R. Martin get enough money to remake the last two seasons. Yes, please. Sick. That's the Snyder cut I want. That would because then the like, Martin it, cut. It would frame into the chair and they'd be like, "This chair is so nice." <laughs> so, like, like, I don't want to know about There's the just chair. A narrator George. sitting there, and they approach the room. It's like George. Visually, I can see. I don't. I don't yeah. need you to. I don't need you to tell me what's in the room, George. I see it. He's like, "Oh, sorry." Um. Um. Z Train asks, "What do you think about the announcement of the My Hero collectible card game?" Um, I, I saw it. I saw somebody mention I forgot to like look into it. I saw it. Um I didn't see what any of the shinies or <laughs> Yeah, what are the super rares like? like? <laughs> yeah. Like I just want to know what the super rares look like. And actually if if I had Christian nearby and he had the card game, I would actually learn the how to play. When uh, I don't cuz I don't know what the mechanics are if it's actually a collectible like oh this is all might and he does this attack or if it's like just collecting. I'm trying to collectible card game. I'm trying to see if I can like. I, can, I don't know if I can find a picture of the card. Like I don't go to dicebreaker.com/slash/games/slash/myhero. It's in the Q and A. If you just scroll down, like he linked it in the Q and A thing. Let me see. Let will see what we're working with here. Competitors will bring a customized 51 card deck designed around specific heroes. Such as the always smiling All Might protagonist Izuki Midoriya or his friend and rival Katsuki Bakugo. Um, hey, it looks cool. I I I don't know if I'll play it, but I mean, maybe I'll buy some packs. Yeah, like I still haven't seen a card. I'm gonna be honest. Sometimes just yeah, just I would love to see what the looks. card art would look like. Yeah, yeah that is probably really important. But maybe I'll buy some packs and fuck around. Buy some first editions and never open them. <laughs> Looks cool, I guess. I'm I don't know. I like card games. Yeah. Card games are tight. I just have no one to play them with. Um, Free Will asks, if you could banish one Pokemon from Gen 8, which would it be? Gen 8. Oh. I don't know Gen 8. I don't know if I want a Gen... Can someone give me a Gen 8 Pokemon any. so I can have a reference? Um, It's the newest one. Sword and Shield. Yeah. Um, oh, I put one in the Discord just now, or uh, in the DMs that I don't understand. Uh, Flapple? I don't like Flapple. What I like Flapple? So it's an apple. No, yeah, it's no, a it's fucking a joke. apple dragon. Yeah, he's dragon type because he's a worm. He's an like a worm in an apple, yeah. but W Y R M. It's so hilarious. it's a pun. No, yeah, it's great. Oh, I know who I'd banish. I'd banish no Sobble's final Evo, and hopefully yep. we get a different one. Yup, get Intellion at it. Listen, Cinderace has grown on me. Intellion still has not. Yeah, Cinderace. Italian still is not. It's pretty okay. Grookey, Grookey's still goaded. Um, oh, yeah, Grookey's. Italian's still trash. I'm sorry. Yeah, like Rillaboom, down for it. Honestly, looking at Are the you list. guys talking about the really like tall, skinny, yeah. like. Like, honestly, looking at 8th gen, for the most part, I think they did a really good job with this gen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, maybe like. See, I don't really have anything wrong with it, but I guess Milseri or Al Creamy is just kind of weird, but I don't really have a problem with their design. Among Us, just so Shark wouldn't stop oh, referencing us. that he loves that fucking card. That's fifth gen, though. No Among Us. Yeah, like, I'm looking, aside from that, honestly, I really like, maybe, 
I don't know. Ice Cube's kind of cursed. I know Blue's going to be like, what? What the fuck? <laughs> Dude, with that, I'm going to Ice Cube the melted thing. That's cursed. With the big ice block, sick. But when he's I got the ice little, Cube. with like the wispy. I love Ice Cube. That one's kind of cursed. Yeah, well, you're cursed. Fair enough. Oh, like the when he has a little oval head? Yeah. Like big ice block? That's. Why does it have a penguin body? Well, it is a penguin. But it just has an ice block. (laughs) Yeah. With the ice block, it's cool. Yeah, but then with the. No. It's weird. Uh, Last question here from Derps asks I just ordered a new gaming PC in heaven. And haven't had one in about 10 years. Any suggestions on games I must try? Side note, I have kids and sadly do not have the time to sink in into Final Fantasy. <laughs> Let me just stop. Uh, with having kids. Yeah, Blue's like, all right, I'm out. I got enough for you. Destiny 2. <laughs> no joke. If I'm thinking like I have kids and I don't have a ton of time to put into gaming, what do I want to play? I would have to think of just games I play, which aren't very good for casual uh volheim is if you like sandbox you can just chip away at that you know play around a viking world tim tim if you like monster collecting loop See, hero like a, is like a fun I, like do one loop kind of thing i'm thinking like like slay the spire but that's not, like but you see, play that on anything well like, i would say you know, well, that's true yeah because like what is a game that is like a must play if you only have a pc yeah but it's also but then, like my my suggestions for that are like VR games, but like you have to have a VR headset too for those. Because that's where I only feel like you can. That's where you get the PC gaming experience is like with VR and stuff like that. I would with, say try MOBAs, but um, games last yeah. a while, and on top of that, it takes a while to learn. CS:GO I would recommend, but then again, like I've sunk seven hundred hours into CS:GO and I blow like. <laughs> That is a great question for our viewers to help you with because we clearly cannot. Sorry. And that'll uh, that's the last question. And so oh. I believe that'll do it for the podcast today. We'll do it for episode 77. Thank you guys for listening uh, to episode 77. Shout out uh, to Blue, Zach Snyder find- for the director's yeah. cut. Where can people find you on the internet, Blue? You guys can find me everywhere at Ohmwrecker. You guys can find me everywhere. Please watch this Zack Snyder movie and tweet that we want this to keep happening and keep it alive. And you can find me everywhere at uh, Spam Twitch telling them to get me in contact with somebody because they keep dodging me. Dodging? Yeah. I kind of told you about that. Yeah. Don't actually, though. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to send people over. <laughs> but that's this episode. Right. Thank Peace you guys out. for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Also, apologies on the mix-up with last episode. Yeah, just there was the mad stuff. Stuff going on in the background, don't worry about it. Uh, We'll see you then. Bye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now. All you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. 
answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.